Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Her Beautiful podcast. One of my friends wrote and asked this question. She said, I've been around people who talk about transference. It seems like there is a ping pong ball between the friends and they say it's transference and they pray it off. Is this for real? Like, how can I protect myself from this? How do I know if it's me or someone else's stuff? Great question. Oh, Jesus, I pray for wisdom, (laughs) which you always give. So thank you. I guess I would say, first of all, yes, transference is real. We could recognize in the New Testament, there is the gift that comes through the laying on of hands, what we might call impartation in the Christian church. And that's marvelous. We want there to be the transference of gifts. Amazing. Uh, Whether it's Yeah, stir up the spirit within you through the laying on of hands. So whether it's more Holy Spirit activity, that is wonderful. Uh, So I don't know if there is a strong scriptural background or backup for transference in the spirit realm on the other side to the dark side. But I would say practically this is something that exorcists, people who do deliverance ministry, this is something that we see. I guess, well, we could use the story of Jesus casting the demons out of the pit or out of the man who said that his name was Legion and the demons all went into the pigs. And then the pigs ran down the hill and drowned themselves. And presumably then the demons went somewhere else. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that they were then annihilated. So clearly the demonic can go from one place to another. I know when I first met Bob, he said something like, I do not allow just anyone to come and lay hands on me and pray for me because not everyone is carrying a clean spirit. And I had never heard of that before or even considered it. So that was just one of those pieces of information to file away. Like, huh, okay. If somebody asks, can I pray for you? It really, or like, do you mind if I lay hands on you? It really is okay to say, oh no, thank you. So, uh, okay. Having said that, I, I could not speak to obviously your specific situation with your friends, but I think, how do you recognize when something is you versus somebody else? A lot of that just has to do with becoming maybe ever more true to who you are. So, you know, at this point I have prayed the strong warfare prayer and the cutting free prayer every day for the last three and a half years with obviously some exceptions, but for the most part, or I guess whenever I learned about the strong warfare prayer before that, I was praying the prayer of protection. So these are prayers that I pray. You can access them at strong, or you can get the good spiritual hygiene book. If you don't have them already, that's available on Amazon, but I, or you could go to Christian healing ministries on one of their pages. They have a protection prayer and a cutting free prayer. And so you don't have to even buy anything. They're available. And the, yeah, I I think the ones on the Christian Healing Ministry site, I think are under the ministry tab. So you can find that. But anyway, the point is over time, I have had quite a lot of deliverance. I have had quite a few episodes of dry heaving. I have had quite a few experiences that now inform what I'm experiencing. So I know, okay, if I'm getting sinus pressure from walking by somebody or 
talking about something is because there needs to be a rebalancing. Something is not where it should be. If I dry heave and, you know, if I'm sick, I'm going to throw up. But if I dry heave, that's in the spirit. That's not something that is physical. And that's because either I need deliverance or somebody in the room needs deliverance. I think hopefully at this point, most of the time it's somebody else, but I'm not going to say that for sure. And so then how, so how do you recognize it? It's just kind of like an overall life experience thing. You know, for me over time, I have figured out what's my baseline. How do I feel normally? And then when, when do I start to feel off from that? You know, there are times where I take on speech patterns that I'm like, I don't normally even say things like that. That is not normally how I think. And it's like there's this overlay or like a colored veil or something that comes down over my mind or over my mouth. And when that happens, I kind, I just recognize it like, ooh, ooh, I don't want that. Let me not have that anymore. And as for the question of <laughs> how do I not have this happen... Oh, that is a good question too. So on some level, I don't know if it ever goes away entirely. I would like to hope so. On the other hand, you know, four years in, I can't say that it has gone away entirely for me. Uh, And to me, that doesn't actually bother me. I think the fact that Jesus had to wash the disciples' feet as they walked the, the land... To me, it just shows that they're actually outside walking. (laughs) And so if I'm engaging with people who are not clean, that's just part of being in the world. Okay, it happens. That's in some ways probably a sign that there is forward motion. And so I appreciate that. On the other hand, if I'm getting slimed or having this transference or however you want to say it, if that's happening regularly or really in any places where it might be happening, I like to know, well, Lord, is there something in me that is attracting it or like an open loop or some way that I'm agreeing with it or partnering with it? And so, uh, you know, for me, hopelessness would be one that I've started to identify more recently. And it's not like I didn't know that I ever went into hopelessness. Obviously, this has been an ongoing and probably lifelong thing for me. But more recently, I've started to recognize it when it's in terms of prayer or projects even. And so it's like, well, Lord, I don't ever want to live in hopelessness. I want your hope to be shining through in my life. And so then it's like, Lord, forgive me for being open to hopelessness. I repent I ask that you change my mind. And Lord, I'm asking that I would be filled with your glistening and glorious hope. And so anyway, you can do that prayer, kind of like a prayer of repentance and then a prayer of acceptance of the good things at any time and as often as you need to. And so I think the point of all of this is to say over time, I think you probably will have less transference as you get more healed, as I get more healed. But it might never go away entirely because (laughs) I don't think we get to be fully healed until we're with Jesus. So, uh, but we get to just continue on the path with him and that is glorious and a privilege. So Lord, I thank you for who you are and for anything that I said that was not accurate. I pray that you would just let that drop out of our minds, that you would replace it with truth 
But Lord, for where I am on the journey now, I'm thankful for all that you've taught me. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Amen.